There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Was right last night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. And this morning we have Natalie hopping into the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning. And you've got yourself a big old back-to-school dilemma between you and your daughter and your husband. Your daughter, you understand, is in the fifth grade? Yeah, she's in the fifth grade, 11 years old. Okay. What do you got? She wants to have a sleepover of her best friend's house on a school night. A school night. Mm-hmm. Not the weekend, but like... Like a Thursday to Friday situation. And what's the problem here? Well, she's a good girl. She gets good grades. They've been best friends since the second grade. I mean, I have no problems out of her. We get along with their parents very well. Um, And she stayed over there before, like on a weekend and vice versa. Um, Her best friend has stayed with us before. So I, I don't see what the problem is. But my husband thinks it's totally out of control that I would let our daughter Go spend the night on a school night. I mean, they're going to get up and go to school, right? Like, they have someone to take them to school. It's not like they're going to play hooky. No, they can't play hooky. They're 11 years old. (laughs) 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 Is his fear that they're going to, like, stay up too late, and then when they do get to school, they'll be tired all day, and it'll affect them in that way? I mean, I guess that's his argument, but I keep telling him, you know, girls are different. I'm sure that her mom will not let them stay up late. You know? What happens in those bedrooms with those young girls? They're all giggling the whole night. Yeah, Yeah. carrying on (laughs) and everything else. I don't know. So your husband is dead set against this. You're saying no problem, whatever, and this is the dilemma. Yeah, it's one night. He's like, I wasn't raised like that. We don't do that. And he's making me seem crazy, second-guessing myself. They want to do it Thursday to Friday. They want to dress alike the next day. I just, like, why not? All right, I think we got the scenario here, Statman. Uh, yeah. You're a juror member number one. What do you say? Well, I was raised the same way your husband was. And uh, originally, I always said no sleepovers on school nights. And then the Big Dave show won a CMA award. And on a school night, we had to go out of town, my wife and I. <laughs> and our kids mm-hmm. still had school. So... We let them stay the night at other people's houses, and it worked out just fine. They actually, like, did homework together the night before. Mm-hmm. They read a book together. The The parents that they stayed at with uh, got them to school on time. It was, like, and, helpful. And it was fun for them, and it worked out great. So I'm going to be on your team here, even knowing I had to live through it in order to believe (laughs) that they wouldn't stay up all night and get in trouble. Thank you. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Now, this was a similar argument growing up in my household. My dad really wasn't for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom didn't really see a problem with it. So I would be able to stay the night with friends and we'd love it. We'd be able to do our hair, each other's hair in the morning. I could like borrow a little outfit from her. And we would make it to school. So I'm on your team. 
And uh, good luck because I don't know how it's going to be difficult to change his mind. Are, are you saying that about her husband or me? Because you're looking right at me and you can tell by my face. I'm going to say, no, this is a <laughs> no go. This is a no go. Stats <laughs> situation was extenuating circumstances. That's understandable. This is just a, uh, to quote somebody that wrote in a while back, a willy-nilly, let's just go have a sleepover on a school night. I had enough of those sleepovers with Dara and her friends when they were little, and I know not a lot of sleep goes on during those. especially. And those were on the weekends. I agree with your husband. It's a bad precedent to set unless there was some situation that called for it. But you can rest easy, and your daughter, two to one, you guys have been a exonerated here on the who was right last night <laughs> thank you thank you for having my back and i hope my husband's listening well yeah, let's see I don't hope it. too well, quick well, because yeah. you know we got the b105 jury to weigh in too and they're calling at 749 b105 and also through the app let's see what their opinions are on this okay Okay. And Natalie, I think this only works with girls because if it was boys, one of them would show up at school with Sharpie on their face. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> More of the Big Dave podcast. Even on 5, the Big Dave show. Who was right last night this morning? Uh, we heard from Natalie, who is having a little bit of a uh, tiff with her husband over their daughter. She is a fifth grader, 11 years old, wants to have a sleepover at her best friend's house on a school night. Natalie said whatever. We know her parents we know they'll get to school on time husband's like no way that's not happening. It's a school night, for crying out loud. Penalty flag. We sided with Natalie uh, two to one over her husband there, but uh, Krista from Trenton is on team Natalie as well, and why is that? If you look at it this way, if the parents are okay with having the child come over, then I don't see why having them get up with their children is a big deal when they're already getting their children up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not like they weren't already going to get their They're kids. They're in the routine just now with another kid at their house. Just one more. Exactly. Yeah. Becky from Cincinnati says, flat out, no, this ain't <laughs> happening. Why is that? <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. you got to focus on school. Mm -mm, I'm with Big Dave on this one. Nope. Why? Okay, so it starts now, and then when she turns 14 and 15, she'll be like, hey, can my boyfriend come over and stay, and then... No, absolutely not. Nope, nope. I was raised in a town called Felicity, Ohio, and I had to be in the country, and I had to be in the yard before the streetlights came on. <laughs> there we go. Amanda's weighed in on the B105 app. I'm a school nurse and a mother of seven. No school night sleepovers unless you have a good reason like stat, I see a ton of kids with belly aches and headaches. When I ask if mom or dad knew they felt bad that morning, they say, no, I stayed at a friend's house last night. Uh, it happens daily. Oh, okay. And Casey says, let the girls have fun. If they mess up, then it doesn't happen again. But not all kids are the same. A one and done policy. Uh, we got Jack from Lebanon. He is 11 years old and is a big old team Natalie. Why is that, Jack? Because... Me and my cousin had a sleepover on a school night before, and we went to bed on time, and then we got up the next morning, and we went to school, and we were not tired or anything. So that's why I'm on Team Natalie. You're responsible. That. Good job. Say it louder for the kids in the back. Come on. <laughs> Sleepovers on school night. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Jack. <laughs> he has spoken, y'all. It's uh, 741. More. 
the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. So, uh, you know, all eyes here in the past couple of days have been on Hurricane Adalia and everything going on with that. But we should not forget about our friends in Hawaii, the Aloha State, who had those devastating wildfires. And that's why B105 is partnered with the Aloha Diaper Bank, where you can make monetary donations just to help families out there because all the stores burned up and things of that nature. So it's hard to get diapers. And that's a crucial thing that parents need out there. And that's the little you know, niche that we thought we would go after. Sure, yeah. So you can go to B105.com or today you can do it in a much more delicious way at the <laughs> Lebanon's Farmer's Market because Renee Vick is joining us right now. Good morning, Renee. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Uh, you're welcome. No, thank you for what you're doing because you're going to be selling glasses of lemonade today at the Lebanon Farmer's Market and it all benefits the Aloha Diaper Bank. That's right. It sure does. Wow. And not only are you selling them, your son's actually a big part of this as well. Yes. This is actually something that we have organized um, for our son, Weston. He was a recipient of Make-A-Wish this year. And his wish was actually to see where, where Maui lived from the movie Moana. Oh. So <laughs> what, we, what he ended up deciding was to go to Hawaii. Now, we didn't go to Maui. We went to Oahu, but obviously Hawaii holds a really special um, place in our heart now. And um, when we came back from our Make-A-Wish trip, we decided that it was something that we wanted to do was to kind of give back to local organizations near and far um, that put a big smile on Weston's face. Last week, I was listening to you guys. All of a sudden, I said, wow. That's it. This is Weston's purpose. We need to start our first major lemonade stand with giving back to Hawaii. I, I got chills it. over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just yeah. wonderful. So, Renee, this is going on today from 3 to 7 at the Lebanon Farmer's Market. Come by. Yeah. And, and I'm assuming there's no price on the lemonade. It's donations. No, it's all by donation. We will also have the direct Venmo for the diaper bank available for people unless they want to do a cash donation. If they want to do a cash donation, then I will then send all those proceeds directly to the Aloha Diaper Bank myself. And uh, we're just hoping for a really long line. <laughs> Oh, what a great way to pay yeah. it forward. So give us a yeah. memory Weston made while he was out there in Hawaii. My goodness. Well, he actually met Moana, um, but I would have to say his favorite was seeing a sea turtle. Oh, oh too that's, cute. that's too awesome. This is great what you guys are doing. Definitely tell Weston that we say aloha. I will. Thank you. Mahalo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Renee, Vic, thank you. Lebanon's Farmer's Market today, three to seven Dig deep for that glass of lemonade. Thank you. And if you can't make it out there, I understand. Go to B105.com and you can donate to the Aloha Diaper Bank that way as well. Also, a, all the information's on our B105 Facebook page and the Big Dave Show Facebook page. Thank you much. It's a 7-Eleven. More of the Big Dave Podcast. A show on television that the band never missed in the early days of touring together. Abby. The Bachelor. That is correct. Abby, you are advancing to the next round. B105, the Big Dave Show. Yes, that was from last night's episode of Superfan on CBS. And the Abby you heard there as uh, one of Little Big Town's biggest super fans answering the Bachelor question is joining us now. Good morning, Abby. 
Good morning. Hello. So that was the one that vaulted you on further into the show. And we can, you know, we had you on earlier this week talking about this. We can go ahead and tell everybody now that last night, what happened? I am the winner. I am the super fan. Of Little oh, Victor. Abby, I stayed up past my bedtime to watch this show. Oh, my gosh. You were crushing it from the jump. Thank you. I know. I feel like I nailed it. No, you really did. Like, first question, Abby won. Second, drawing, Abby won. And I'm like, I see the end. You know what I mean? In sight. I'm deserving of this. I'm the real super fan. Yes, you are. You are now officially, according to the CBS television show, Little Big Town's biggest super fan. Woo, that's awesome. Tell us what it was like once the show stopped filming and you're there with your favorite band of all time. Give us some stories. Oh, my gosh. That was the craziest thing. You're literally hanging out with them the entire day. (laughs) And then you're talking to them and they're just talking to you like, hey, Abby, what's up? Like, like. Best friends talking. Like, that's insane. Oh, my gosh. You went from a fan to a friend. And, dude, what all did you win? So, yes, I get the VIP concert tickets. The best part, you get to go backstage and drink wine. Like, that's cool. (laughs) We all know I love that. So, you're going to be getting to do a little day drinking with Little Big Town. Yeah, definitely some day drinking. And um, you get that the hat that Karen wore in the Pontine music video. Oh, the memorabilia. Yeah, some good memorabilia. I'm excited. I knew you had a, a watch party at Jolly Plumbing last night. How late yes. were you guys there? I mean, they, they're they all shuffling oh, into God. work this morning. <laughs> yeah, they probably didn't like us there as late as we were. <laughs> <laughs> we filled that place up last night. <laughs> big time. Abby, you yes. are now it, the Little Big Town super fan. Congratulations, girl. Yeah. Thank you so much. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show, and Morgan Wallen there. And, uh, well, he's now mulletless, but they won't be tonight at the uh, Alexandria's World Fair because it is the annual mullet competition, and the lady sitting across from me tonight is a judge. I am. I will be judging all mullets, not smelling them, though. <laughs> I, uh, and actually, I'm an experienced uh, mullet judge. That's on my resume. Oh, what makes a good mullet? You know, it needs a lot of fluff in the back, and I do like shaved sides, but I can't be, you know, biased out here. Sure. Maybe some steps shaved yeah, in there, like, like the little vanilla? designs, but whatever. They, <laughs> we're going to see all kinds of mullets tonight. Uh, I judged last year. I said a guy came out on the stage, and, you know, they're showing off their mullets and all their glory and doing their walk, and then he just crushes a beer can on his head. Whoa. I was like, that's one strong mullet. He <laughs> just crushed that can. <laughs> uh, it's, it's so fun, and it's uh, people of all ages, and always just a good time. And uh, the Alexandria World's Fair kicked off last night with the parade. And you and Officer Nick were the Grand Marshals in said parade. And we've seen pictures this morning all over the place on Facebook. But how did it go? Okay, it started off terribly. Uh-huh. What? what do you Wardrobe mean? malfunction 15 minutes before I leave the house. What happened to your wardrobe? All right, so this is, just bear with me, okay? So we took the Subaru brat and his parents, Glenn and Patty, had put a bench in the bed of the yeah of the brat brat. so we sit up a little higher so in my room i was in my outfit that i've been wanting to wear for months and i was practicing i just like sat down and i was looking at myself in the mirror 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Here, because, you know, I didn't... Yeah. I've got a lot going on. Once you sit down, it's a different story. And uh, I didn't want to look like I had like a spare tire or anything like that. So I'm looking and I'm like, okay, this outfit i'm really not feeling it although i've been waiting to wear it forever well then i notice in the leg in the seam it's split wide open oh boy and i'm like it's gonna kill me i'm supposed to be walking out the door right now i'm in here trying to see if i have a spare tire now i got a flat tire i ain't going anywhere (laughs) nowhere and i'm like oh my god nick and he's like we're gonna just sew it it's gonna be fine but I'm telling you, I wasn't feeling it. Sure. So then I'm like looking in my closet, looking in my closet, freaking out. I put on like this green one piece and he's wearing red. And he's like, no. Oh, well, like even. Christmas. Yeah. And uh, eventually I found a red dress that I've had for a while. And actually it looked better than what I was originally going to Well, there wear. you go. Problem yeah. solved. And I think we went through like seven bags of candy. Maybe nice. eight. We made the candy Ooh. last all the way to the end. We didn't fall yeah. out of the back of the brat. We had so much fun fun. Well, good. Oh, my goodness. It was uh, very successful after that little blip. Well, we're all proud of you and Officer Nick uh, being the Grand Marshals. What an honor it was to be honor. asked to be that. Very humbled to do that and just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for everybody coming out. I mean, we felt a, a part of the community very to nice. say the least. All right. It's uh, 7.53. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Something exciting happened in Statman's old neck of the woods there. Yeah, in Finneytown, right up the street from where my mom lives. I heard that Guy Fieri had his famous red Camaro, that 69 SS, it's super cool car, mm-hmm. was right up the road. I'm like, well, I never heard of this Caribbean restaurant. I didn't even know it was there. So mm-hmm. I went to go check it out, and they sold out of food within two hours. Wow. So I had to go back the next day. Well, what's the name of this joint? Big J's place big j's place right like next to where i used to get my hair cut <laughs> no joke i used to skateboard right there probably got busted doing graffiti on the back of his building oh boy. yeah so i had to go check it out so i went there and met big j and here's the man himself big j now big j you came to my hometown in finneytown from otr what an adventure tell me a little bit about your place uh, Big J's Place started about seven years ago, downtown Cincinnati, 720 Main Street, and we were a New York-style deli, uh, and then we turned into a catering company and morphed into a um, a, a space here, a full-service restaurant. So well, the place uh, looks really nice. Thank and, you, man. All right, so I got to know, how did Guy Fieri find your place? heard about some community service that we were doing during the pandemic uh, for men's and women's shelters and thought it was really cool and wanted to come down and, and see what we were about. So does he just show up in his red Camaro out front or how did that process go? He does. Uh, and that's what brought everybody in because they're just like, we know that car. That means someone important's there <laughs> and it's not Big J. And oh. so he came and, and uh, saw and conquered. 
Yeah, what was he like as a person? Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Lent a lot of advice, uh, walked us through the building, said this is what you could change, this is what's gonna make you money, this is what you need to keep doing, uh, and showed us a lot about merchandising as well. Oh, wow. And he signed a pan for you or something? Boom, right there. Look at that, pretty cool. All right, last question for you, Big J. Right. What am I gonna order today? I'm leaning on you. What You're did gonna- Guy Fieri eat? What are you famous for? Oxtails, but that's only on Friday. Uh, I'll, I'll come back on Friday. Okay, come on. Uh, but you're going to have the soul food plate today. All right, we have uh, cilantro rice, jerk chicken with a pineapple jerk glaze. We have collard greens and our six cheese mac and cheese. Oh, I can't wait to dig in. Thank you, man, and congratulations on the success. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Oh, my God. You sent us a picture of this yesterday. I think Grover mm-hmm. Collins put it mm-hmm. best. I gained five pounds just looking at that picture, <laughs> yes. but it sounds amazing. So he's on the Food Good. Network. With Guy Fieri, when is this episode airing? Friday night at nine o'clock. Tune in. It, he served so much food. I ended up taking it up to St. Bart's and having lunch with my mom. Oh, I split it with sweet. her. So much food. Mama stack. Got to, yeah, I love that. Well, check it out okay. tomorrow night, nine o'clock on the Food Network. More of the Big Dave podcast. Nobody won it all last night. Talking about the Powerball. Man, I'm kind of rhyming there. What's up? All right. So uh, Powerball last night drawing. Nobody got it. So now is it Saturday? Saturday night's jackpot big enough to make Statman say, I'll take a shot at that one because uh, Saturday night, $420 million. Climbing back. I do like that number. Uh, It's getting there. I thought your uh, threshold was half a billion. It had to be 500 million. It's an exception for 420. Yeah, there is. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. All right. Come on. Well, so uh, get your tickets for the drawing. It did a pretty big leap of about 50 million. From last night's uh, losing wow. drawing to, to Saturday night. So uh, they'll start growing bigger now. So uh, get in on it. Uh, already hitting the lottery and winning last night. Cincinnati, here we go. Yeah, FC Cincinnati taking down Atlanta United 2-1 to one down in uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. So uh, something cool happens with that victory. FC Cincinnati is now the first team in Major League Soccer to make the uh, Audi MLS playoffs. How about that? All right, we're in. In, in. Let's just keep on and going. Strong, too. <laughs> Guys, they look so good when they're on the field. Mm-hmm. Dominant. I mean, that messy game was just kind of a blip in the pan. Oh, yeah. Didn't well, count. we still looked good there. Yeah, we did. It took a turn yeah. last minute. Uh, and, it went yeah. down to a shootout. Yeah. That's sure. all the dice. All right, so uh, next up for FC Cincinnati, if you're looking for something to do this Labor Day weekend around here, they're taking on Orlando FC at TQL Stadium Saturday night. So uh, let's do it. Good time. Absolutely. Really? 7.30 right there is when that's going to get going. More of the Big Dave Podcast. I just love good vibes about dogs because everybody loves dogs. And, well, this dog seems to have a purpose. Are you ready to hear about this guy? His name is Scout. And uh, Scout, back in 2017, broke out of the Antrim County Animal Shelter in Michigan. He made a run for right. it. <laughs> and where did Scout run? He ran straight to the Meadowbrook Medical Care Facility for seniors there in Antrim County. So he shows up, all of a sudden walks right into the nursing home there, plops down on a sofa in the lobby. There he is. Like he owns the place. Yeah. So uh, the staff there is like, hey, what's up? So they called the Antrim County Animal Shelter. They came and got Scout, took him back. Guess what he did? 
The exact same thing. He broke out of the animal shelter again, went straight to the nursing home, went back in, and they're like, wait, this this is deja vu. Here comes this dog again. They called the shelter again. They went back and got him. And he did it again. He went out of the shelter again and went right back to the Meadowbrook Medical Care Facility there. And when he did it this time, third time was a charm. Uh, The staff there said, all right, well, he obviously wants to be here And they ended up kind of adopting him as the nursing home dog. Stop it. Now, you're going to start crying because Scout lives there and roams freely through the center. He's even learned to open the doors himself and has become the perfect support pup for these seniors. He knows when they are sick or not doing well. When he senses that, he goes in and lays with them and gives them comfort. He also can sense when it's the last days of a patient there and will turn all his attention towards that person in their last hours on earth. Like he was meant to be there. He was absolutely meant to be there. That's what the staff said, and you just doubled down on that. This is amazing. When you think, oh, he's just a dog, there's something else going on there. And with Scout, there's no doubt about it. He broke out three times to finally get his perfect home. And Scout is exactly where he needs to be, taking care of the elderly citizens there at the Meadowbrook Medical Care Facility. Scout, you're awesome. Thank you for the good vibes and keep doing what you're doing there. B. B-105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. And this morning we've got Kendall. He's a father of six from Hillsborough, and he works at an asphalt plant. Just what do you do at the asphalt plant there, Kendall? I'm the foreman. The foreman. Who busts his asphalt every day. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And make sure others are doing the same. All right, Kendall, let's have that dad joke, buddy. How do you say constipated in German? I don't know. How do you say constipated in German? Far from pooping. Yes! Ew. Just in time for Oktoberfest. I love that joke. <laughs> of course, it had something to do with asphalt, I guess. All right. Hey, have a great right. day there, Kendall. You too. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast. B105.com.